I want you to know I have good news to share with you. This is good news that isn't new. And it's a story that's ancient but never old. I want you to lean in and listen well and listen carefully to these words from the book of Romans. This is the letter that Paul wrote to the Romans, chapter 8, verses 22 through 28. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. And not only so, but within ourselves. We who have received the first fruits of the Spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption as sons and daughters, the redemption of our bodies. For this hope, in this hope, we were saved. The hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We don't know what we ought to pray for. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with wordless groans. And the one who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for us for God's people in accordance with the will of God. And we know that in all things God works for our good, the good of the people who love him and those who were called according, according to God's purpose. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So you know, I drive down from the mountains on Sunday morning. This morning, when I would normally be on the road, at about 7.40, I was herding cats. So I got these two new kittens this week. What's really ridiculous is here I am literally herding cats. And two things that you should know about this. One is, it doesn't work. <laughs> Second is, I know that. I knew that before. But you get desperate and you try to get some control and try to get to what you need to do. Um, so that's how this morning kind of started for me. And that's just so typical. Isn't that typical of us? I, I'm a list maker, okay? So here's the thing. I, I have lists of errands that I need to run. I have lists of things that I need to buy. I have lists of groceries. I have lists of books that I want to read and lists of books that I have chosen for our book club to read. I have lists of projects for in the house, for outside the house, and I have just given you a list of my lists, right? <laughs> And I think all of those lists, I think that's an effort on my part, and maybe you do this too, for control. And it's hopeless. It's like herding cats. All of creation is out of our control, right? All of creation is transitioning. Remember from Psalm 46? 
the earth's going to give way, the mountains are going to move, but be still and know that you aren't God. Know that I'm not God, but God is God. Right? We're in transition. That's what this text is about. We are transitioning. And last week, in Sunday school, we talked about, well, in the sermon we talked about sanctification. Jesus prays for our protection, our connection, and our sanctification. And we talked about this a little bit in Sunday school. And one of the words that came up was the word consecration. And it's setting apart, it's making holy. But con means together. We are together in this process. All of creation is transitioning, it's groaning, those tectonic plates are shifting, those air masses are, are rotating around. The animals, elephants are just up and moving someplace else without permission, right? All of things change and we're all in transition, preparing for a future, preparing for a day of redemption. And I would like to control that process. I could make a list of things that need to happen for me to be sanctified. Could you do that too? I mean, are you, things that you think you need to do, areas that you think you need to work on. I need to be a better wife. Maybe you need to be a better boss, a better spouse, a better child, whatever. We have that list. But we really can't because we don't know what we need. We don't even know how we ought to pray. We've been talking about pray for weeks now, prayer for weeks now. Right? There's, uh, God wants uh, this to be a house of prayer for all nations. And even when we in this finite plane think the people who come in are different from we are, they're the same. You know that, don't you? They're the same. We're all here searching. We're all here looking. We're all called according to God's purpose. And who we are does change based on who comes in the door. The we changes. We don't even know what we need. So in my list, in my schedule, because that's another tool I use to control my life, my calendar, I have things planned. I know what I'm going to do when. But there are things that I need and things that need to happen and things that I need to do that are not on my schedule. And maybe you're like this too. I did not know that I needed to help a kid who fell off his bike until that happened. It wasn't on my schedule. It wasn't on my list. I didn't know that I needed to give somebody's grandma who was walking down the road in the middle of nowhere a ride. And that's not even my list of possibilities. I didn't know I needed to do that, but I did. And I didn't know that I needed the blessing that came from doing that. Sometimes we don't think, I should break my leg today because then I will go to the hospital and be blessed by these caregivers. And I will be able to hold the hand of a caregiver who's at the end of his rope. We don't think about that, do we? That's not something we put on our schedule or on our list. But the one who searches our hearts, and I have to read this to you, the one who searches our hearts is, see this is me, I've got my lists and I have to find them. I have to find the right quote. 
Okay. Searches are harps. The idea of the searcher in the root word is somebody who has lit a lamp and is going through a dark room with lots of things, and they're looking for something in particular. They're looking for something in particular. I find that a little bit disturbing, okay? So Tom Wright says that no doubt God, searching the dark places of our hearts, comes across all sorts of things that we would just as soon remain hidden. That's true for me. Isn't it a little disconcerting to think of God going through there, searching out these things? And we don't even know what's in there. Think about an attic with all sorts of forgotten things shoved away, dusty and in the corners and maybe in boxes and trunks. And God is going through that, seeing not what we want, not that we've scheduled it, right? But what do we need that you and I don't even know? And you, if you're not sure about that, you just ask a therapist. How many things have we buried that we don't know are lurking around in there? But God knows, and the Spirit is working for us, is working with us. We don't know what we ought to pray, but the Spirit is helping us. The bringer of light knows the mind of the Spirit, and the Spirit has been working with us, has been working for us in relationship, that mysterious trinity. I want you to think about if you've done this. I bet you have. You're driving along, you're late, and you're going, ooh, I'm late, ooh, I hate that I'm late. I've left later than I wanted to, and you drive by a wreck. Have you done this? And you think, Wow, if I'd been on time, I would have been in that mess. Have you done that? So what about the people who are in the wreck? Because I thought about that this morning. I, I would like to arrange scripture to, to read the way I want it to. Uh, mine is less convoluted, I think, than Paul's, but I'm not God and I am not Paul. Um, but I don't get to... to change things. All of, all of the earth, all of creation is groaning, is creating something new, and it's not easy. Those of you who've given birth know this better than I do. It's painful, and it's difficult. The people in the wreck, I've met people who have been the ones in the wreck, and they go to the hospital, and they're scanned to look for injuries. And when they do that scan, they find a growth that would have been hidden, that would not have been found. And then that growth can be treated. But while they're being treated for that growth, see, that's not the end either. The family members come in to help or to be reconciled. And those family members in that process start searching for solace, searching for meaning. And then they find a relationship with God through that. So God searches those dark places. The Spirit works through us and with us and with God. And in all things, God is working for our good, for our benefit. So when we pray, and we think we're praying alone, don't we? Do you ever pray by yourself? I know it's one, two, or three. 
But I pray by myself. I pray on the road all the way down. If you see me walking around talking, I know that it looks like I'm crazy. But I'm talking to God most of the time, sometimes to myself. Not the same thing. Um, we're never alone. We are not alone in our prayer. We can't be. We don't do it right. We don't even know what we need. We don't even know what we pray for or what we should pray for. But the Spirit is there. We, were all, we are always accompanied in this journey. And we're not alone in this groaning. We're not alone in this transition, this uncomfortable time of becoming. Well, I want to leave you with some good news here. This is from the beginning of the Gospel of John. And you know this verse. This is one to hide in our hearts. So the good news of the Gospel is that the light, God's light, shines in the darkness. The darkness of this world. The darkness of our hearts. God shines that light in the darkness. And the very, very good news is that the darkness in this world, the darkness in our hearts, cannot overcome it. So even when we don't know how to pray, even when we don't know what to pray for, God is still working for our good. It's not about our pretty words. It's not about our pretty thoughts or our, our kind and loving hearts. That's not it. God does this work for us in spite of us. That's good news, isn't it? We can't put it out. This is the word of the Lord. And uh, thanks be to God. And this is in the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. Amen.